0: This is the Inside the Pylon Mock War Room Draft. Chuck Zotta here as your host. I'm actually doing a little bit of double duty today, as we're going to be playing uh, the role of the Arizona Cardinals front office. I'm actually going to be GMing the Arizona Cardinals here, and I've assembled a crack staff from uh, my co-workers, my fellow writers at Inside the Pylon. I have Mark Schofield acting as my defensive coordinator. Say hi, Mark. Hello there, everybody. And I've got Shane Alexander acting as my offensive coordinator. Shane?
1: Hello, world.
0: We're ready to go, I think. Uh, Should I put us on the clock at this point? Let's do it. Let's roll. Okay, so we've got 15 minutes here to figure out what we need to do with this pick. Uh, We're obviously picking late in the first round here. And I think just looking at our team... Let's start with you, Mark. Just talk to me in terms of the needs on your side of the ball. What do you see as being the most critical things that we could do for our team at this
1: point? Well, coming into this, pre- this offseason here and this draft season, I kind of have two areas of concern. One was edge rusher and another was in the secondary. There's a couple of holes we can fill in. Strong safety is a position I think we can upgrade. I think we could also upgrade a cornerback as well. Edge rusher is another area we needed to upgrade. And I think we've done that with a Chandler Jones trade. So I'm not as worried about that. We might want to take a you know a flyer on somebody later in the draft, but I don't think we need to address edge rusher with the 29th overall pick. Looking at the secondary though, I there, there's a, I would really like to upgrade at strong safety. I know you don't really go for a strong safety in the first round, but look, I think if we have a you know a, a secondary with you know. Honey Badger at free safety, and we got Keanu Neal, a guy from Florida who I really like, uh, brings a little bit of an edge, kind of a thumper type of uh, strong safety type. Give me those two guys at the back of my secondary, and let's start the season right now.
0: Okay, so in in terms of defense, I think that kind of covers what we may be looking at. Shane, talk to me on offense. What are some of the things that you might like to see us do with this pick before we start digging into players?
2: On offense, the first thing that you think about is – is upgrading this quarterback position. Um, Carson Palmer is still a top 10 quarterback in the league, but how much longer will he be a top 10 quarterback in the league? There's only so many more games and seasons left in him. Um, so, as an offensive coordinator, the first thing I'm looking for is the most important position. And uh, there's a couple of guys on the board that I know we're going to talk about. Um, past that on offense, you know, I really like where Arizona's at, their skill position players. Uh, I think later on in the draft, if we want to address a wide receiver, maybe we could go that route. Uh, they've spent some capital on some tight ends. I'm not worried about that in the first round. I'm not worried about running back. I would like to see them upgrade the center position. We can address that later. Um, this this center class is really nice, and, uh, and we can get a good guy, I would say, around you know, three or four like Jack Allen or – um, Max Turk from USC so we can address some needs later in the draft, rounds 3, 4, and 5 um, offensively though the place that I'm, that I'm focusing on is quarterback
0: Now you, you look at where we are uh, picking overall here we've got the 29th pick, we don't have a second round pick so whoever we're taking with this pick, if we decide to keep it and actually make a selection we don't pick again for 63 picks until number 92 so we have a big break Uh, before we see any more action here only one second day pick and so we do need to make sure what we're doing here it's really one of it it really is our only chance uh, to have a top 90 selection so I think it's important to make sure that we make good use of this pick uh, and that we're really getting some bang for our buck if we're going to keep it and not trade out of it so Shane talk to me about uh, some of the guys that you have on your board here that you'd like to see us uh, consider
2: you know for us the, the number one guy on, on our board on the offensive side is Paxton Lynch, number seven overall prospect in this class for me, um, including all prospects. A guy that, if he sits a year or two behind Bruce Arians, um, could be you know, the best quarterback from this class. I think everybody likes Paxton Lynch in context. Some may really love him, and some like him with some hesitations. Even if you're the type of guy that would like him with hesitations – um, you you couldn't disagree with drafting him here, letting him sit for a season, guaranteed a season, barring injury, um, and probably even a season because they have Drew Stanton. You know we got Drew Stanton as the backup. Um, Lynch in 2007 or 2018, when Bruce Arians gets him into an NFL camp, reworks his footwork. You know his footwork is very much that, resembling a six foot seven wing T quarterback. We've got to teach him how to. Uh, to play from the ground up, and that's where the quarterback position is played.
0: Mark, I know that you're our defensive coordinator, but you did play a little bit of quarterback in college. Chime in on Lynch just for a second, just so I can get your view on what you think of him. Just you know, from someone who's played the position.
1: Well, I think Shane kind of described the way I feel about Lynch. I like him, but there are hesitations. Those being one the footwork issue. I mean, he's just you know a couple of seasons removed from running a Wing T offense. There's been growth at the position for him. He's moved to a spread, option, spread offense at Memphis where he's done some things really well. One of the things that I think that we do have to consider here with Lynch is in terms of a scheme fit, it might not get better than what Lynch brings to the table as a quarterback and what we do offensively under Bruce Arians. Look, we like to push the ball vertically. That's what Lynch does perhaps best, perhaps better than anybody in this class. I mean, in terms of completion centers down the field, maybe Connor Cook might have a better downfield completion percentage on throws over 20 yards. But in terms of velocity arm strength, arm talent, and touch on the deep ball. Those are some real strong areas for Lynch and things that we like at the quarterback position.
0: Shane, any consideration for uh, Cook, as Mark mentioned there, or is that someone uh, you put a, a class below Paxton Lynch here?
2: No, for me personally, I love Connor Cook. I have him just a tick below Paxton Lynch, and I won't be surprised whether we take him or someone else takes him later if he ends up being the best quarterback out of this entire class. I think his floor is extremely high. And I think he would do great with Bruce Arians. I, Arians is a guy that if you have a, an intermediate to a big arm, you, know, you want to go with him. Um, if we can get a quarterback for our head coach, Bruce, uh, like Connor Cook, that would be phenomenal. Cook can make every throw. He just has to learn how to be a more disciplined passer, holding a clipboard for a year, learning behind a guy in Carson Palmer who threw a lot of picks in college, who only had one season of 60% completion or better. You know, an archetype uh, like Carson Palmer is very much who Cook resembles. So I'm comfortable with any here. Given that both are available, though, I'm going to go with my guy, my top rated guy in this class. I want Paxton Lynch to be a Cardinal.
0: Okay, so on your side, is there anyone else that you would consider over Lynch, or is he pretty much uh, the direction that you'd like to go in at this point?
2: No, we're either going to draft Lynch Cook or we're going to go defense.
0: Okay, Mark, talk to me in terms of uh, you mentioned some names off the bat. Talk to me about some of the guys that you're looking at that you'd consider here on this pick as well.
1: Well, I mean, the first name that I mentioned was Keon O'Neill, the strong safety from Florida. I think um, Hammond, Tyler, Matthew would make a great, great tandem at the back end of our defense. Um, you know, there are some cornerbacks that I think we might want to consider as well. I know, was, you know, some of the names that have already gone off the board aren't there for us right now. Um, Names that I would have liked to have seen fall into us, but those are the breaks. But, you know, there's guys like Kendall Fuller, Sean Davis. Um, Maybe that's a little bit of a reach for them, picking 29. Those are more like second-round types. But again, as you mentioned, we don't have another pick for a long time. So we got to get somebody that can contribute hopefully sooner rather than later. I understand the reason it's perhaps go for a guy like Lynch or a guy like Cook and get that franchise-type quarterback for the next couple of years, a year, year or two from now. But I'm as a defensive coordinator, I need somebody that can contribute now. Well, we, we, don't, we, oh, did,
0: we did give you uh, Chandler Jones with uh, essentially true. our second round pick became Chandler Jones. So you know we've, we've given you a little bit of help there. The question is, and, and this is you know kind of what we do need to figure out, Shane is, look, this is still our only pick uh, until 92. So if we're drafting a quarterback here, We're not doing anything to help ourselves this year. And the odds of us getting someone who's going to be ready to step in day one at 92, there's a chance, obviously. We see third and fourth round picks that start early on in their NFL careers, but we're not going to have a chance anywhere near as good as this.
2: Well, you know, one thing you have to consider is our defense is spectacular. Uh, Arguably top five in the league, and if everyone stays healthy, we can attack Every, every kind of offense from, from all three levels of our defense. And offensively, we found production in the late rounds. You know We've got Jerry Brown, John Brown, J.J. Nelson, David Johnson, all in the last two drafts, all mid to late round. So if we do take Lynch and we hitch our future to him, you know, we can trade down in round three and acquire some picks because we know our scouting department can find these gems. Um, you know, we found Marcus, um, Marcus Golden. The outside linebacker, we found him uh, when a lot of guys wanted to go elsewhere, or a lot of teams went elsewhere. I should say. So, strategically, if we're going to hitch our, ourselves to Lynch, we can always discuss that option of trading down, acquiring one to two more picks, and finding some value there. But that is the thing that we have to talk about because we're we're a player or two from a Super Bowl, um, and if we go defense like like Marcus saying, a TJ Green and Keon Neal, you know maybe that's the the player that gets us over the hump in two thousand and sixteen.
0: Well, and, and here's the thing. Carson's going to be 37 years old in December. So we know that quarterbacks. You get to 38, 39. Th- there's not a whole lot of sand left in the hourglass at that point. Carson, you know, he's had some injuries in his career, obviously. So that's something that you have to be concerned about. And, you know, God forbid you have another one. At age 36, 37, 38, the human body just doesn't heal as quickly. And so from my perspective, yes, we potentially don't. Uh, you know, we don't maximize the window with Carson this year uh, if we draft uh, a quarterback. But by the same token, we potentially ex- extend the window for the entire team and give ourselves, I think, an opportunity to maybe take some developmental prospects that might not be immediate contributors, but that two or three years down the road can help compete. Uh, you know, if we do decide to take Lynch, does that make sense there?
2: Absolutely. It's something else we have to consider is the, the division that we're in this year. This is definitely a rebuilding year for San Francisco. That's two wins. Yep. Should get two wins from the Los Angeles Rams. Split a game with Seattle. We've got five wins before we play out of conference or out of division. This, you know, we can we can withstand uh, adding some of the mid late round guys and, and bringing them along slowly because we're going to win that division. I'm I'm very Fairly
0: secure well, in that, and the other thing that you got to remember is we're we're crossing over to the AFC East this year, but our first game against the Patriots, Tom Brady's not playing anymore. Right, so you you look at that, and I don't say it's an easy win because anytime you play the Patriots, it doesn't matter who's quarterback but it's at home it's the first night of the season you know i think it's it definitely isn't the game uh that we thought it was maybe even earlier this week so you know you look at the rest of that schedule you've got a buffalo bills team that is average a jets team that's probably a little above average a dolphins team that who knows what you're going to get from them this year and then you continue down the list you know and you have some other teams you know you're playing a saints team that isn't very good this year uh, you're you're playing uh, a Tampa Bay team that is still trying to build around Jameis Winston. We may be able, uh, as you said, to pick up 10 to 11 wins, and you know still come through this, winning the division even if we're not using this pick here on someone who's going to contribute right away. Mark, do you feel uh content kind of going in that direction if we decide to uh go take a quarterback? I know I know I'm, I know I'm kind of hanging you out to dry here. No,
1: no. I mean, I, I think it makes sense. I mean, I think it makes sense for all the reasons you guys have outlined. The current roster construction and, you know, simply the matter of fact is, look, we're picking 29 and we got a guy that people have talked about as potential QB1 falling in our lap and that's Lynch. Um, you know, I would just raise at the outset Given Carson Palmer, given the injury history, given the age, is there a consideration here to grabbing a quarterback who might be more ready to step in earlier in his career in Connor Cook over Paxton Lynch? Like, do we think about that or do we just say, look, Palmer's going to be enough. He'll He'll get through this season. And let's grab the guy that might have the higher ceiling.
0: You know, I from from my perspective, we've got Stanton there sitting there as our backup. I feel content with that for this year at least. Uh, if Paxton doesn't develop over the course of the year sitting, we have bigger problems. Then if he can't take yeah. a year, develop, and come in ready to start, I think we have bigger issues uh, in terms of what we've done with that pick. So I think I'm going to make the call at this point. And uh, with this pick, the Arizona Cardinals are going to select Paxton Lynch quarterback out of Memphis, we're now going to do something that doesn't make a ton of sense, but we're going to do it anyways. Mark and Shane, time for a little bit of analysis here. You guys just made the
1: pick. Grade yourselves. that pick was tremendous. Best pick of the draft. Talk- I think so. I think we should. We, I think we crushed that one. Shane, it's uh, obviously you look at this pick,
0: and you said that you had uh, Lynch rated seventh on your board, falling here now down to twenty. What is it? Twenty nine that we're picking, I believe. Uh, Thirty is it? I mean. Clearly, it's, it's good value to get Lynch at this pick.
2: Yeah, we didn't have to trade anybody uh, to, to acquire, in my opinion, the, the best prospect at quarterback in this class. But even if you don't think he's the best quarterback prospect in this class, you have to like getting Lynch at 29 more than you like uh, you know, getting Goff or, or Wentz as high up as they went. Um, and just the fact that we know we're not going to have to play him for an entire year, at least an entire year. Uh, it really allows him to uh, to outgrow these these hiccups that would hold him back. If he were thrown to you know the wolves early week one, I would really worry about that. You know, I like Winch a lot, but I, even I'm very hesitant to say you know don't play this kid early. Um, and the fact that, that that locker room is so stable. You think about all the personalities. Darrel Dockett was not a, a an easy personality. They've rehabilitated Tyron Matthew. They've got a guy like Carson Palmer who's had a a really ridiculous career arc. You know, they can take this young kid in and really let him grow into a a leader and a future franchise guy.
0: Well and and beyond just the the simple, you know, fact that you're not using the draft capital of, you know, moving up to a number one or number two pick, you talk about this from a salary scale perspective. This pick is gonna cost you about thirty to forty percent of what a number one or number two pick is gonna cost. So you're saving money over the next four or five years of this contract as well.
2: Right, and I'll let I'll let Mark talk, but I don't want to uh, forget this point. In my opinion, we got Paxton in the second round because Chandler Jones is a he would be the best defensive end in this class. Yep, you would you would give anything to get him high up in this draft. He's one of the best in the league, so we got him. I think in the you can look at it, like we got him for a first round pick, which you would do a hundred times out of a hundred, and we got Lynch in the second round. You can kind of flip it so. The two pieces we got with our first two picks were just outstanding value.
0: Mark, you've looked at Lynch a lot this year also. Where do you have him on your uh, quarterback board, and how does this rate in terms of value from your perspective?
1: Well, you've taken the second question first. I think it's a great move in terms of value because for the reason we talked about when we were doing this, look, scheme fit, the traits that Lynch displays at a high level as a quarterback in terms of the downfield passing game, that fits extremely well into what the Arizona Cardinals do. So I think that makes a ton of sense for them to have, as Shane talked, some people's QB1 fall to 29 and grab him here, knowing that, again, with that second-round pick, we basically addressed the defensive need with Chandler Jones. Makes a ton of sense. Now, for me personally, I'm one of those guys that Shane talked about that likes Lynch, doesn't love him. like He's, he's QB4 for me, to be honest. I mean, I've got Goff, Wentz, and C- Connor Cook at 3, and then Lynch. But... To get him in this fit makes a ton of sense because Lynch's weaknesses, quote unquote, are more works in progress, the footwork, um, you know, being a little bit better when he's throwing on the move, the accuracy tends to dip there. They're all things that he can do, such as work in progressions. He can do it, but it wasn't asked to do it a ton. He just needs time to basically time experience and reps to get better at that stuff so there's no real glaring weakness in his game it's just he needs time this is the perfect fit for him because he'll get that sitting behind carson palmer who as shane described is a great sort of you know role model for him in terms of learning to play the quarterback position now in
0: terms of looking at that if you play out the string for the next year or so and you say okay uh, you know, we've got Carson Palmer here uh, looking at him going forward. Would you, would you even object to sitting Lynch for two years, maybe, if Palmer's still giving you uh, production, just giving him kind of that Aaron Rodgers lead up where it's, look, take as long as you want, we'll get you up to speed, and then you can step in a little bit more seamlessly?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to see him sit for at least a year. Um, maybe even longer. I mean, if we're still getting good production out of Carson Palmer, like there's no real need to rush him into it, um, because you can take that path. You can take that Rogers style. Let him sit. Let him learn. You know, quarterback's a different position than everything else on the football field. You can learn by watching. You really can. You can sit there with the headset on the sidelines, hear the play call, and then re- react in your mind as you're watching the play unfold in front of you. It's, it's a little bit different. You don't have to be in the moment. You don't have to be in the arena. It's truly learned, at least I think from my experience. So for Lynch, the more he can sit, the more he can groom, the more he can season, the better he'll be.
0: Very good. There you have it. 29th pick, Paxton Lynch, quarterback from Memphis, off the board here. This is the third quarterback that we've had drafted in the third round. Now the first two going much higher. Back when uh, Philly was still drafting number 8, they took Carson Wentz. See if they actually take him at number two a little bit later on this week. Coming up tomorrow, Caroline is going to be making their selection at number 30. Who are the Panthers taking? Tune in tomorrow on the Inside the Pylon Mock War Room Draft.